0: We all know that recovery is a big thing. Recovery has become a very big topic. There's a lot of different strategies, tools, even I would call some of them gimmicks out there to try to get you to believe that you're going to recover faster. But if you really think about it, you can have a whole team or a bunch of people go through the same training regimen, same workout, same game environment, and everyone needs to recover a different Same game environment, and everyone needs a little bit different time or different timeline to actually be fully recovered. Now, why is this? And think about it. That's because there's so many individual differences and other factors that factor in into how well we're actually going to recover from an exercise bout, something physically intense. And that's because of all of these other external factors that we must take into account whenever we're talking about recovery and how to recover effectively. Let's break down this topic and give you some things that you can do to enhance how you're recovering. This is the right place to learn how a multidimensional approach will sustain the performance and lifestyle you desire. Welcome back everyone to the HNL Movement Podcast. Thank you again for joining for another week. And summer is in full swing. If you're in Hawaii, it has been getting really hot. You can tell that summer is here. And on top of that, the weeks are flying by. It's already almost July. And there's so many things that i want to share with you in the near future so stay tuned for all of that for any of the new listeners out there you're in the right place to hear about all of these topics strategies things that i share on this podcast that really help you to elevate your performance if you haven't checked back on the previous library of episodes you can find all of that on all of your favorite podcasting platforms if you like to see more of the video highlight clips, check out my YouTube channel. You can search for HNL Movement or the HNL Movement Podcast. And on my channel, there's a playlist for all of the HNL Movement Podcast highlight clips. So check those out. A lot of great things that guests have shared, a lot of topics that we've covered in the past. And really, if you have any questions, any things that you would like me to cover more in the future, feel free to contact me, drop them in the comments, anywhere on my social media. You can message me, you can write them on YouTube, but a lot more of the content moving forward. It's all going to be geared to helping you in all of these different facets that deal with performance training. For all of my returning listeners out there, I really appreciate all that you guys do listening in, supporting, supporting me on social media, on YouTube. So keep checking back because I have a lot of things coming out and I am going to get a lot more consistent in the near future to provide some valuable, credible content for all of you. With that, let's jump into today's topic. So it's about recovery. And I know all of us are hearing it. It's all around us how big recovery is. So I'm just going to really go briefly through some of the basic recovery strategies that we all should be considering whenever we're being very active. But more importantly, I think, is how to make sense of this for you, for you listening out there. How can you make your recovery match your training volume? match your training intensity, match all of the things that you're doing? Are you in season? Are you out of season? I think that is where the missing piece usually lies is that we're not doing the appropriate or adequate amount of recovery for what we're doing. It doesn't match. It's almost like, let's use a sports example. Let's say that you're really trying to play at the next level. Maybe you're trying to make it to the collegiate level, right? But you're not putting in the right amount of work, you're not practicing. Maybe you're not even playing any season sport. You're just practicing on your own, right? You can already see like the goal of what you're trying to work towards and the things that you're doing, it's not matching, right? Versus if you said, I'm trying to get to the next level, trying to play collegiate whatever sport it is and because of that you have you have a training schedule you have a in-season you're playing with your school team you're trying to reach certain goals and checkpoints to try to get certain things done in a certain amount of time that kind of matches with what you're trying to do right your actions and what you're trying to do it kind of matches same thing with recovery though if you're doing a lot of things physically you need to have The appropriate measures, amounts, and recovery strategies to match what you're doing physically. So that is what I'm gonna dive into and you know, just hopefully share some perspective, how to apply this knowledge a little further. And sometimes those little tweaks that will make a big difference with how you're recovering and how well and how frequently you can actually train now because you're getting more out of the training sessions. So let's go over some of the brief recovery strategies and this is nothing new i am not the first not going to be the last to mention all of these but some of the basic things that we should be practicing considering looking at how to improve on these things is that so basically sleep we need to get adequate amounts of sleep. That's when our body does a lot of repairing, recovery. It starts to work on all of our systems to make sure that we're maintaining some type of homeostasis or balance. Everything from your nervous system, brain function, digestive function, all of the systems really recovering our muscles, our joints, our ligaments, our tendons. Everything is undergoing a lot of recovery whenever we get adequate amounts of sleep along those lines i'm going to throw in there stress management right you want to have appropriate amounts of stress this you stress level that i've talked about before not too much stress but not too little stress where we're not adequately putting stress on our body to adapt in a positive way so we want to manage stress and this is of course mental emotional stress but even physical stress too we want to work on that The second thing is with nutrition. Nutrition is probably going to be one of the big influencing factors with how well we're recovering. And it's not only post-workout, post-game meals, right? As we've talked about or as I've shared, it's consistent nutrition habits. What are you consistently doing over the long term? Because that is going to give our body the tools, the things that it needs to adequately recover from physically intense activities. And along with nutrition comes hydration. Hydration is something again we know that when you're dehydrated a lot of things start to decline. Not only physical performance but also mental performance as well. So we want to stay adequately hydrated. Building off of that even things like we want to try to reduce low-level inflammation. We don't want to be taxing our body physically and creating inflammation that might lead to overuse injuries tendonitis things like that right so we want to try to reduce inflammation also from the foods we're eating, other things that we're doing, we don't want to create excessive inflammation. So that is something that, again, it's going to promote an optimal environment that is very productive when it comes to recovering our bodies. And then the last thing, as you start to train more, as you start to do more things, think about after your activities. We want to do things in the relative big scheme of things that are low intensity, trying to promote blood flow, lymph drainage, venous drainage, trying to get all of the waste products that accumulated from exercise, from workouts, from games, we want to try to get that circulation so that we're flushing all of these waste products out and that will help us to recover optimally again. So, all of those things in a nutshell, that's pretty much well known. It's a lot harder to apply it, a lot harder to see how do I actually take that information and make it work the best that I can for what I'm doing. So that's what I want to make this episode about is how to apply this knowledge, how to actually take this and make sense of Maybe what you need to do a little bit more of, maybe what you're doing too much of, right? Because if we're recovering too much, then we might not be pushing our bodies or we're not training as effectively as we could be, right? So that means that we're losing some of that adaptation, that positive gains that we want to make. So you want to find that sweet spot so that we can, again, train in that optimum range and also get our recovery strategies and make it match that training volume, what we're doing. And I think that is, that's an art, right? That's going to take a little trial and error, understanding and learning about your body, understanding how you're responding to things and tweaking things along the way. So that's the big take home message is that we want to take recovery strategies and all of these need to be appropriately matching what your current training volume, activity volume, conditioning level is, nutrition status is. All of this needs to be working together so that we can actually recover well and start to progress and make the improvements that we want to make. So before I go into that, let's talk about just some of the big factors that affect how we recover. So the first really obvious one is just our strength and conditioning level right now right obviously you see if you go into a season and you're not in condition you're not in shape let's say to handle preseason, right you're going to need a lot more time to recover you can already see that that's going to tax your body so much that recovery is going to be more difficult so the stronger you are the more conditioned you are the more fit you are to handle whatever the activity exercise program is practice schedule is the less time you're going to need to recover. And we see that. That's why we do strength and conditioning. Because as you get stronger, as you get more in condition, the recovery time for the same amount of stimulus, that starts to get decreased and reduced. And a lot of that is just due to that your body needs to physically adapt, increase its threshold for work capacity or strength capacity. And then as we start to do that, then our recovery times start to be reduced to maybe more normal recovery times, not as long. Related to that is also how well is our body actually moving? How well is our body able to tolerate all of the things that we need to do? And this deals with more, you know, biomechanics or anatomy and how your body's actually tolerating movements is, you know, any muscle imbalances. Are your muscles working together how it should? Do you have any compensatory patterns developing? Because we know that that's losing some of the efficiency in our movement. That's making us probably work a little harder in areas that maybe are not used to working so hard to actually carry out the same tasks. So we don't want to have big compensatory patterns because then that will, again, use our bodies in ways that is not super efficient. And that's going to, in the long run, that's going to start to prolong how much recovery time you need after the same amount of activity or training stimulus and also with that mobility right we know that if we start to get really restricted we start to move less efficiently it's oftentimes very related to compensatory movement patterns so if we have a lot of mobility restrictions we're really tight all the time we know that when we start to jump into that same training stimulus that's going to also increase the recovery times that we need to actually be fully recovered so all of that collectively that could be a whole different podcast topic and episode but you can see that strength and conditioning how we're moving movement efficiency that is all something that needs to be considered whenever we're talking about how well we're going to recover from a certain activity I briefly mentioned nutrition and hydration status too earlier, but that you can see that has a big influence, right? It depends. What is our nutrition like throughout the past year, right? Not only short term, do we stay hydrated? Do we stay hydrated in practice throughout the day? Are we getting really, really dehydrated? And is that affecting how well we can recover for the next practice session or training session? So nutrition and hydration status, that is going to be very influential in how well we're going to recover. And then going back to that efficiency standpoint again, not only with just basic movement efficiency, but what's your skill level like? Because a lot of times when we get more skilled, we become more efficient at how we're utilizing our energy systems, how we're moving, what muscles are getting involved. You know, we're not working excessively hard to carry out the same task. And that's something that we see as we get higher and higher levels in sports, more experience in sports. We just move way more efficiency with just the skills that we're carrying out. And overall, the bottom line is how taxed is your body to the overall condition that you're in right now, right? Because if we're more in shape, if we're more conditioned then a practice or even a hard training session, maybe it doesn't tax your body as much as if you weren't in that conditioning level. And we see that among different individuals, right? Someone could have a very high conditioning level, and because of that, they recover much faster because it just didn't tax their body as much versus someone who isn't as in condition, right? Maybe that same workout that the other person went through, it just taxed their body a lot more. Because of that, they're gonna need a lot more time to recover or they're just not going to recover as fully before the next training session. And you can already see that might be a problem if that starts to snowball and accumulate and start to tax their body more and more each time. Obviously, you're going to adapt in somewhat a positive way, but you can see it can also be detrimental, right? That person is not recovering as well as they should be or could be. And because of that, they're not getting as much out of those training sessions as someone who's recovering very well between training bouts. And then on top of that, there's all these external factors, right? I'm not going to go into a lot of them, but even something as simple as how acclimated are they to the weather, right? Especially when we start talking about working out or getting acclimated to heat, right? Heat is going to be something that taxes your body a lot more. It's also going to dehydrate you. It's going to do a lot of things, create way more fatigue. So we want to make sure that all of these external factors like the weather, that's something that we're factoring in in the bigger picture and making sense of how much time are we going to need to recover or how is that factor going to affect our recovery in the long term so what point i wanted to make with this is that all of these factors that i just talked about and that's just a handful right all of those factors they are going to need to be looked at need to be considered in order for us to have adequate recovery and understand how we are going to respond to training sessions and how well and how much time we're going to need to recover. So as I mentioned a little earlier, the take-home message of this is yes, focus on recovery strategies. That's important. I would recommend focus on the Basic recovery strategies first. So, we talked about sleep, stress management, nutrition, hydration, trying to reduce inflammation, excessive inflammation, especially, and getting some low level blood flow, lymph drainage, venous drainage, get some of that circulation to get rid of the waste products that we accumulate through exercise and physically intense activities. So, all of that is important. You need to focus on those strategies. But more importantly, and I want everyone to take this with them moving forward more importantly is to focus on how the recovery strategies that you're doing is that matching and is that appropriate for what you're doing physically your training volume your nutrition level your lifestyle how well you're doing things how skilled you are how experienced you are and just listen to your body how is your body responding to your practices to your training sessions and do you feel like you're recovering appropriately before the next training session, of course, but even as weeks go on, we don't want to feel like our recovery is starting to decline as the weeks go on, right? You want it to be the opposite. You wanna make sure that you're adequately recovering whenever you're trying new things, entering new phases of training, introducing new stimulus, right, or stimuli. We wanna make sure everything works together as a whole. So in a nutshell, repeating it one more time, Focus on recovery strategies, yes But more importantly Focus on how these recovery strategies Are matching Are they appropriate Are they fitting in To everything that's going on With your training schedule Volume, intensity, lifestyle Health, fitness, conditioning level Make sure that it matches Because one of the best things That we can do To help to make recovery work A little better for us Is to not overtrain, Do the appropriate amount Of training volume And make sure that we train, recover, train, recover, and keep doing that in a fashion that builds our body up and doesn't break our body down. That is the bottom line. And that is what I'm going to leave it off with in this episode. So again, hopefully you got to take some of this, look at your Whole training volume, your lifestyle, and see what tweaks you need to make here and there. And again, if you're not feeling like you're building your body up, there are going to be definite areas where you can tweak a little bit. Maybe some things need to scale back. Maybe you need to do more of other things in certain areas and make that, again, I've talked about it like a recipe, make that recipe work a little better, be a little bit more balanced so that you can reach the goals and you can work towards the product that you want to achieve and make sure that your body is strong, make sure that your body can tolerate it and make sure that you can do it well because that's when it becomes more enjoyable, right? We want to take care of our body so that we can do all of the things that we love to do. So for everyone out there, take this into consideration. Keep training hard, keep recovering well too and take this with you moving forward. As always, thank you for all of the support. Check my social media out. I'm starting to get more consistent on Instagram. So my handles are just L Movement. On Twitter too, it's at L Movement. Starting to get that going. I will start to post more of my Twitter posts and thoughts on my Instagram too. So you'll see it there as well. Also starting to get more content up on YouTube. So be sure to check out my YouTube channel, like the videos, leave some comments, interact with me, and also subscribe to my channel. As usual, I appreciate you sharing all of the helpful content with anybody that's looking to do better, improve at what they're doing. So share with family, friends, coaches, colleagues, teammates, anybody that's living an active lifestyle and looking to gain some benefit from this content. Again, I'm here new episodes are released every Tuesday. So I hope everyone has a great week. We're already approaching the mid-year. So keep working hard, keep doing all the things that you're doing. I will be back here with a new episode next week. So stay tuned for that. And until then, have a great week, everyone. Aloha.